Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge, Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. And that's how we do it, fancy like on Wax 104.5 on a Monday morning. Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Jill Welke. And how was your weekend, Jill? It was good. It was good? good? Yeah. We did something we've never done before in our family. <laughs> You went. You went camping. But we was did. It, was it a, a an appropriate camping place, or was it? It was not at your membership at the <laughs> NCN. It was at the Russell Memorial Park campground down in Hatfield. You know, we were on the west side. East side is Jackson. West side is Clark County. Very mm. family friendly. You were just closer to the ice cream. Yeah, exactly. It was amazing. And speaking of amazing. I have to give a quick shout out to Sherry from Mindoro. Had a chance to speak with her while I was sitting on the beach, you know, enjoying the breeze on Friday afternoon. It was a gorgeous Friday. And just relaxing and these nice people come up and they're sitting there eating ice cream. And oh, you got to, if you're in the Hatfield area, I think they open at noon, Monday through Thursday. You got to stop down and get that ice cream. It is amazing. But I got a chance to speak with Sherry from Mindoro. Nice lady. Had a nice conversation. She's an avid listener. Well, that's awesome. Yes. So what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, you know, it depends on my mood, but my daughter got me hooked on It's called Ripe Raspberry Chocolate Chunk. Oh, wow. Oh, That's a lot good. of different uh, tastes come, <laughs> coming at you all it's at once. It's really good. It's like this, it's almost like raspberry, but a blackberry flavor to it. And then it's got this dark chocolate chunks in there. They had, they had a lemon bar one s'mores i mean all these different flavors and you just oh well you can't ever go wrong with chocolate can you no you can never go wrong with chocolate (laughs) so but camping was a lot of fun we had a great time and then we went to wedges creek hideaway on saturday night to celebrate our friend's daughter's 10th birthday and that's brick oven pizzas it's out in willard you have to go out a mile down a gravel road and it takes three minutes for a pizza Holy... Three minutes. But you, you know, there's so many people there. Sometimes it takes a little longer. 
But well, then it just gives you more time to talk to everybody yep. else. Music out there. They have weddings. They have cabins, camping. It's a fully functioning like venue. You can do everything there. Wow. Yeah. So it's exciting. You'll have to stop on out. I will see what I can do. <laughs> well, let's talk some weather. We've got some interesting weather the next couple days. Today, we've got some showers and thunderstorms coming in with a high of 78 degrees. Tomorrow, Jill, get your bikini out. It's going to be sunny, breezy, hot, and humid. 95 degrees. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. 95 degrees. So if you got those, you know, remember to double check your water tanks for livestock. Check the water bowls for your fur friends. And if you have to move cattle tomorrow morning or walk the dog, do it in the morning while it's still cool. One good plus about the heat, though, at least we got some rain this weekend. Yes. That should make our corn shoot up. Yes. And we just don't need bad storms. Oh, no, no. Yes. But we've got a lot of stuff going on this morning. It's a busy Monday morning at Wax. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's that time of the morning. We got some, actually, it's pretty nice outside right now. The moon is still out. The deer were moving. Only saw seven this morning. A couple cats, a dead possum, dead couple dead skunks. It was kind of an interesting drive-in looking at everything that's on the side of the road. But we've got warm weather coming up. Today is going to be a little bit of rain, 78. Tomorrow it's going to be sunny, breezy, hot and humid, 95 degrees. So get out there, enjoy today before the rain comes. And get up early tomorrow morning also. Tune in with Bob and Jill to see who's wearing the bikini tomorrow. Hmm, be interesting. <laughs> and it is 5 o'clock on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's time to check in this morning with some national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A bipartisan group of senators has unveiled a framework deal to reduce gun violence. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says it's a deal that President Biden welcomes and is looking forward to signing into law. He's been very honest. It, it doesn't have all uh, the the initiatives that he would like to see us as a nation uh, address uh, with respect to, uh, to firearm safety in this country. The agreement includes enhanced review for gun buyers under the age of 21 and incentives for states to enact red flag laws. Senator Chris Murphy took to Twitter on Sunday to lay out other provisions of the deal, including billions in funding for mental health and school safety, as well as the first-ever federal law against gun trafficking. The breakthrough agreement was a collaborative effort of 20 senators. High inflation and gas prices are here to stay for the time being. That's according to former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers. It's hypocrisy in the extreme when people need to say we say we need to stand strongly with Ukraine and then blame the administration for the fact that gas prices are higher than they were uh, a year ago. Appearing on CNN's State of the Union, Summers cautioned the Federal Reserve has tended to be much too optimistic with its economic forecasts. The House committee investigating the U.S. Capitol attack will hold its next hearing this morning. Republican Liz Cheney says Monday's hearing will focus on former President Donald Trump's massive effort to spread false and fraudulent information about the 2020 election. Today's hearing will begin at 10 a.m. Eastern. And millions across the Midwest are in for some record-breaking summer temperatures this week. Forecasters say a shift in the jet stream will bring an intense warming. Chicago's O'Hare International Airport could hit 100 degrees on Tuesday. The south will also see scorching temperatures. 
You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. FFA convention is upon us. A lot of chapters, a lot of students, a lot of involvement. That includes the New Auburn FFA chapter. And Brenda Schall is with us now, the instructor at New Auburn High School FFA advisor. You're going to have a full bus on the way to Madison. What do you all got going? We have a nice delegation going down. We have eight agri-science teams that will be competing. We have four state FFA degree award winners, and we also have four students um, with agriculture artwork exhibits. And in addition to that, we have one state star in agri-science finalist, one state star in agricultural placement competition. All right, let's have some names. Let's see how you can do off the cuff here, remembering who all these students are, the agri-science and stars and all that sort of stuff. Who are they? Okay, so we have state star in agri-science Wyatt Gotham. We have state star in agricultural placement Lane Branville. Our agri-science teams include Allison Moose and Lily Lemons. We have Andrew Gotham and Stanley Lang. We have Katie Reimer and Cole Peterson. We have Joe Reimer. We have uh, Kenna Nedlin for state FFA degree. We have Kylie Trossett for state degree. And of course, Wyatt and Lane as state degrees. So a, a good delegation, hardworking students. Really are. And of course, you recently had your New Auburn FFA alumni dairy breakfast at the park here in New Auburn, and those alumni are valuable, aren't they? They are wonderful people, very supportive, and we had a great turnout here this morning, and I always appreciate those folks that come out and support our breakfast and support the FFA chapter. You also had something on the trailer to show off. Tell us about that. Well, our students have been working for the past two years on a 1947 Minneapolis Moline ZTU, and we just finished restoration on it. So now we'll be offering it as a raffle tractor through October 7th, where we will do the final drawing on it. So that's exciting to have that going on throughout the summer. And I kidded you a little bit. I said that thing should be at the uh, state FFA convention. Why is it not? Well, we'll work on logistics. Can't guarantee it, but we'll try. (laughs) I'm sure you could talk one of these alumni guys into hauling it down there. Sure, one's walking right there. <laughs> but it is a beautiful tractor. Now, where are these tickets for this raffle going to be available? They're only 10 bucks. That's a good deal. Uh, we had them here at the breakfast this morning, and we'll have them up at the Hungry Hollow Tractor Show in June here and at different places around the community throughout the course of the summer. And it's not just the tractor. you got some other great prizes, including some beautiful work that you've done. Yes, I made a queen-size quilt uh, titled Fields of Blue that I designed, and then we have a $100 cash prize donated by the New Auburn FFA alumni. We have a Case IH Steiger die-cast tractor, and that was donated by Baraboo in Rice Lake. We have a 4020 John Deere die-cast donated by Tractor Central, a $25 Shields gift card, and then Bloomer Screen Printing donated a backpack with some apparel. So an assortment of prizes for all ages. And the drawing is October 7th. October 7th at our homecoming game at New Auburn High School. All right, we'll see you in Madison with all your students. We look forward to it. Thank you. All right, you. another one of the great chapters in northwest Wisconsin, well represented at the state FFA convention, the New Auburn FFA. Of course, Brenda Shile is the advisor. I'm Bob Osold. And the, you know, Jill, the state FFA convention, that kicks off tomorrow. Yes, it does. And what time does everything start? Opening sessions at 1145. Ooh, I'm going to head down there because my niece, Courtney Zimmerman, is National FFA Officer, and she's doing the keynote address. Ooh, that is very awesome. I didn't really get approval from my boss. I said I can just go as Jill <laughs> Q Public because I really would like to hear her speak. Oh, I, I think he'll forgive you this one time. <laughs> uh, it, it is what it is because, uh, you know, I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, just be careful on your drive looking at the weather. We've got showers and thunderstorms today. Right now, it's pretty nice. 
We're at 64 degrees in the Eau Claire area, looking at a high of 78. Tonight is going to be a partly cloudy night with a low of only 68 degrees. Tomorrow for that drive down to convention, it's going to be sunny, breezy, hot and humid, 95 degrees. And there is a heat advisory that will start tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. So please be aware of that. Tomorrow night, there is a chance of thunderstorms with a low of 65. Wednesday, showers, thunderstorms with a high of 82. Wednesday night, same kind of weather with a low of 57. Temperatures again around the area. We've got La Crosse at 65 degrees. They're the warm spot this morning. Marshfield's at 56. Green Bay at 52. Rice Lake, 63 degrees. Wausau, 56. Madison, 56. Milwaukee, they're the cool spot. 53 this morning, and Medford is 56. And again, right here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area, we're at 64 degrees, looking for a high of 78. And we've got your morning markets. Those are coming up next, sponsored by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win tickets to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our lives, our markets are sponsored by Rural Mutual Insurance. And I'm going to lead off with our live cattle. Choice fed beef steers are 135 to 143 and a half with mixed at 190 to 134. Choice fed beef heifers are 135 to 144 with choice fed Holstein steers 120 to 131 and a half. Cows are 65 to 114 with bulls at 60 to 109. Butcher hogs are 65 to 96, and sows are 46 and a half to 53, with boars at 15 to 25. New crop market lambs are 180 to 205, with old crop market lambs 165 and down. Feeder lambs are 145 to 227 and a half, with ewes at 67 to 155. Small goats at 25 to 200 dollars. Medium goats 150 to 300 dollars. Large goats are 315 to 500 dollars. And looking at the Mercantile Exchange, your live cattle for June is at 136.20. That's down 85 cents. August is at 136.20, down a dollar. October's at 141.97, down 67 cents. Feeder cattle for August is at 174.47, down a dollar 55. September's at 176.05, down a dollar 32. And October's at 177.55, that's down a dollar 15. Lean hogs for June is at 107.80, that's up 82. We've got July at 105.47, up 47. And August is at 103.75, up 65 cents. And on the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your July corn up four at 7.77. July oats took a hit, down 16 to 6.51. July beans down 17 cents to 17.28. July soybean meal also down five dollars and sixty cents a ton to four twenty three fifty. We've got your July wheat up fifteen cents at ten eighty five. Looking on the dairy side, barrel cheese on Friday down six and a quarter cent to two twenty four and a quarter. Your blocks were down two cents to two twenty five and a half. Your double A grade butter was down two and a half cents to two ninety seven and a half. And your class three futures for June down eight at twenty four thirty four. July down thirty three twenty four sixty two. August down thirty two cents to twenty four sixty five. September down twenty six cents to twenty four fifty eight. October down twelve cents to twenty four forty two. 
and the markets were downward trending into 2023. So the overnight was a little rough and last week was a little rough, but you know what? It always turns around. We're going to get them back up. They always do. Up and down. It's like a fun roller coaster. Well, let's take a look at some farm news this morning, Jill. And, you know, I read this interesting article. I proposed $1.1 billion beef packing plant in Rapid City, South Dakota. Got some backing last week when the group heading the project also announced that the plant would be linked to a facility that would be operated by Farmers Union Industries. Now, according to DTN, Kingsbury & Associates plans to build a plant that would process up to 8,000 head of cattle a day. The proposed plant is expected to take three years to build and would employ about 2,500 people. If it pulls through and everything is how it should be, it would become the single largest beef processing plant in the country. Now, you raise beef. I do. 8,000 head a day processing? I hope they can find that many. Oh, that's a lot. Just just think of moving all that to get it to where it needs to be. Oh, it's going to be a lot of people just to get that done. Yeah, well, speaking of moving cattle, you know, tomorrow, Jill, let's talk about what's going on tomorrow. So the forecast is showing it's going to be a cooker. Remember to double-check water tanks for livestock and water bowls for your furry friends. If you have to move cattle tomorrow or walk the dog, please do so early in the morning. Yeah, it's going to be hot. And we were just talking off air here a little bit, too. When it gets hot, I mean, especially with this high heat, what's going to happen to this high, these highways? There might be some buckling, so be careful out there. Yeah, keep an eye on that. I mean, every year it seems, you know, on I-94 and 53, and they always buckle. So if you see something, just... You know, take the extra 10 seconds, slow down, and just, yeah, be careful. Well, like I said, it, you know, it hasn't even had a chance to kind of gradually warm up. It's just all of a sudden, boom, it's going to be hot. Boom, it's going to be hot. Yeah, and I am I just said I hope my air conditioning is working really oh, good yeah. in the truck on the way down to Madison tomorrow. Yep, so keep an eye on your fur friends, your cattle, and also, you know, check in with family members. Make sure they're okay if they're older, younger. You know, do not leave anybody or anything in the vehicle tomorrow because it is way going to be way too hot for that. So you're double be, check. You're going to be able to fry eggs in there. Yeah. Well, you know, some people forget things in their car, kids, pets, groceries. Take it all, everything out because. Yep. You yeah, don't, don't want to be rough. You don't want to be cooking it. Yeah. Well, we'll be hearing from Bob Bosel coming up next year in just a little bit. He had a chance to speak with Ron Kind. So that's coming up on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time to travel, at least for some members of Congress. Third District Congressman Ron Kind, one of those who has uh, got some air miles in over the past few weeks. <laughs> and, uh, Congressman, you have spent some time, trade being the main issue, but you spent some time with our EU and NATO friends over in Brussels having to do with trade. What kind of trade are we talking about and what, what was a specific discussion about? Yeah, you know, I had a busy week last week before coming back home, and I was able to hit, you know, the Eau Claire Memorial Day Parade and the services in Owen Park. Uh, the Patriotic Council does such a wonderful job with that every year. And then today we're in town. I had a groundbreaking with Chemchi up in Chippewa Falls. Mm-hmm. We have a major expansion project with that chemical distribution company. They're doing great. And then had lunch with some of our Af- Afghan refugees here in town, too, getting feedback from them, what the resettlement process has been like and what's happening in their country since they left many loved ones and family members 
numbers behind. How much contact was, do they or can they have with those back home? And what, is, what do they tell you? They told me daily they're talking to them about what the conditions are like and how hard it is, especially for the women and young girls. Again, Taliban's reinstituted Sharia law. Girls are not in school. And they're really cracking down. And the economy is virtually non-existent. So it's really, really a tough time. And you can imagine how heartbroken some of the refugees refugees are having family members back home having to contend with it but but last week was busy we were in brussels london also in ireland in brussels meeting with nato and eu officials obviously involving ukraine and our security alliance there but also the issue i've been very involved in that's the high-tech export ban against russia you know cutting off the microprocessors the microchips the software the computers everything that a modern economy needs to run on including a modern army and we're hitting them hard and i just want to make sure that we're on the same page with our eu and great britain allies so there's no daylight separating us our strength is our unity they understand that and and i think giving President Biden a lot of credit. He's been able to unite the free world to stand up against Putin's aggression and put together a really strong economic sanctions regime that is having an effect on Russia and will uh, in the coming days. But it's heartbreaking seeing what's happening in eastern Ukraine uh, under uh, present circumstances. As you look, though, at uh, they need high tech, but there's still China out there. They can't provide enough to the Russians. We are actually hurting them. China's been an interesting country to keep an eye on because we've been watching them closely and warning them that if they try backfilling our sanctions, there'll be consequences with them. And we've noticed China has not been attempting to backfill, which is very interesting. They've been purchasing some additional energy resources, but there's only so much they can do uh, on that front uh, from Russia. So China, I think, is recognizing that they don't want to exactly be in the same bed with an international war criminal. Uh, Vladimir Putin attacking another sovereign nation, but you know the enemy of their enemy, and they anything that they can do to poke us in the eye, they're willing to do that. And of course, there's implications involving Taiwan, and they're mm-hmm. watching very closely how the free world responds to Putin and Ukraine, because that might give them an open door to do something crazy involving Taiwan. So far, we haven't seen that or any indications, but but they are worthy to keep an eye on. The countries of the EU, the European Union, seem united in this effort, or are there some that are more iffy than others? Well, 26 of the 27 are right on board, you know, and then you have Turkey uh, and also Orban and Hungary right now, mm-hmm. too. And it's Orban who's really holding up the uh, oil sanctions ban against uh, Russia, and that's what's obviously financing the Russian military right now. If we can get him on board with some side agreement, he's always looking for a deal, a carve-out for himself. And Turkey, too, uh, has a unique relationship with Russia, having bought some of their military defense systems from Russia. Um, and so we're trying to... But, but they also provide valuable assistance to the NATO alliance. So there are just a couple of countries there. Now with Finland and Sweden looking to join, that's going to strengthen the alliance. They were, for all practical purposes, strong partners with us already when it came mm-hmm. to intel sharing and cer- certain military capabilities that they have uh, along Russia's border. But that will only strengthen uh, the alliance. And everything Putin claimed he was trying to prevent by invading Ukraine, uh, just the opposite is happening between unifying NATO, unifying Europe, unifying us even in our response and the free world against them. And uh, I think this is going to go down as one of the great strategic mistakes of the 21st century. And let's hope it goes down very, very soon. As far as the Ukraine and, and Putin are concerned, he said recently he's willing to let grain and other exports leave Ukraine. 
through Crimea, the Black Sea, but he, Mariupol is pretty much off the map. That was their biggest port. Well, he's willing so long that. as we lift yeah, the sanctions. I was going to say, yeah. all sanctions or, or what? And, and I can't imagine that's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, he's demanding all sanctions, which is unrealistic and an impossibility. As long as he's still attacking Ukraine, we're not lifting those sanctions. But we have been talking and working very closely with Poland as far as some land routes to get some of that grain out of Ukraine through uh, Poland and then Western Europe, uh, since the Black Sea is getting very difficult to, to navigate, and they're closing that off. But this is a real humanitarian crisis, food security, and the grain that's needed, especially in the Middle East and Egypt right now, uh, the wheat that they depend on, uh, even the sunflower oil that comes prior mm-hmm. predominantly from Ukraine. Uh, you see where the markets are going uh, with all that. And this is going to be a problem, and we need to keep working through it with our allies and see if there are some alternate routes that we can take over land and not shipping mm-hmm. uh, in order to get that grain to markets. And you went from Brussels to London, and of course the uh, English-Irish situation with Northern Ireland is a, is a challenge as well. We don't want to have a border between Ireland and Northern Ireland. Boris Johnson, who knows what his next move is. What's the update on that? Because uh, they're good export markets for us, too. Yeah, there's a few of us that stopped in London, too, and we had a good conversation with the Prime Minister and the Foreign Secretary in regards to the Irish border. And now is not the time to be rolling back the Good Friday Agreement, which has kept the peace in Ireland. We're coming up on the 25th year anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement next year. And it's been an incredible success story. It was the longest uh, ethnic dispute uh, in the world up until that time. It dates back 800 years, uh, that fight in Ireland. And so we want to protect the peace agreement, make sure that violence doesn't flare up. We don't want a trade war between the UK and the European Union. All this stems from Brexit and how you treat Northern Ireland, which technically is a part of the UK, which technically now is not a part of the common marketplace. And that's where the dispute lies. And we're trying to run through options in order to find a landing zone so that Great Britain can trade with Northern Ireland. It's part of them after all, while maintaining that open border with the Republic of Ireland. And there were flare-ups of violence last year in in, uh, Derry and in Belfast. We don't want to see a repeat of that this year or leading up to the uh, 25th anniversary. So no trade war, hopefully, between UK and the European Union. That wouldn't do us any good when we all need to be focused on the solidarity against Russia uh, right now. And we certainly don't want to see a breakdown in the peace uh, in Ireland today. Looking at that situation, which is likely to hold out more, the 25-year agreement or... Boris Johnson, which one is which one is because he's not the most popular guy in England right now. No, he's not. You know, he's got the party gate that he's dealing with and uh, accusations of him lying to a parliament, which is never a good thing. But as long as enough of the backbenchers continue to support him, uh, you know, there won't be a vote of confidence against him, and he just keeps keeps chugging along. Of course, he has shown leadership when it came to Ukraine. Um, he's good at distractions, uh, trying to distract people from other issues mm-hmm. that that he may not want them focused on. But everyone we met with doesn't want to see a breakdown in the Good Friday Agreement. They want to try to keep the peace. But we have some complicated trade issues that need to be worked out, and that was one of the purposes of the trip, to see if we can keep that harmony going. And that was Ron Kind and both the European trade, the European Union trade agreement, and, you know, the struggles we're having and what's all going on out there. It's, it's tough times, and hopefully they can get something situated and figured out. Well, we got a busy morning ahead of us yet. We've got your morning markets coming up. We've got Rocky Olson from Premier. He's coming in next. 
brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to take a look at some morning markets this morning. We're going to head over to Premier Livestock and check in with Rocky Olson. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Good. Are you ready for that heat wave tomorrow? Well, not really. But like no? I said, I guess I guess uh, with the moisture and the heat coming, it's certainly going to be good for uh, growing crops. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Rocky, catch us up. What's all going on over at Premier? You had a busy week last week and got a busy week coming up. Uh, yes, we do. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, good morning, everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier. Uh, we sold over 2,500 head of livestock on the fed cattle. Uh, steady to strong trade. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 126 to 137. Select and low choice, 112 to 125. Choice beef steers and heifers, 128 to 141. Market cows, very strong. High yielding cows from 81 all the way up to a dollar two. Most cows, 68 to 80. High yielding bulls, from a dollar to a dollar twenty, with the lower yielding bulls ninety nine and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. High yielding cows from eighty five to a dollar sixteen, lower yielding eighty four and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves were very very strong last week, but definitely Monday was the highlight. Uh, most of the Holstein bull calves sold from one twenty five to three hundred and fifteen dollars per head on the Holsteins. Beef calves one thirty five to three sixty five. Holstein heifer calves ten to seventy five. Feeder cattle auction was held Tuesday for our special. We sold 635 head of feeder cattle, new crop beef calves, mostly from 140 all the way up to 210. Uh, beef yearlings, mostly 130 to 185. Holstein steers, most weights, most classes, from a dollar all the way up to $1.50. Bred beef cows, uh, going to be spring summer calvers, uh, 1150 to 1650. Top beef breeding bulls from 1500 to 3000. Uh, lightweight, younger bulls, obviously, below 1500. Next special feeder cattle auction, bred beef cow auction beef breeding bull auction will be next week june 21st call in those consignments this week wednesday we get a big dairy cattle auction where we have already three complete herd dispersals uh some very nice cows for this wednesday we also have a reputation load of 20 uh fresh jersey cross parlor freestall cows averaging 90 pounds strictly reputation consignment there uh we also have a full load of crossbred certified organic certified grass-fed organic crossbred spring and heifers more info on our website at premier livestock and auctions.com uh questions call us 715-229-2500 auction reminder uh we're pretty excited about it this friday is our machinery auction we get started at nine o'clock a.m with offline items uh don't be late because we got two online rings and we get started on big equipment right away at nine thirty in the morning three rings all day uh we will have food on site come early come get a good parking spot um like i said we we're pretty excited about the day. You do need to pre-register if you can't make the sale and you want to do online bidding through equipmentfacts.com. Uh, do note the sale order is up. It is set. 
So if you look at ring one, you look at ring two, that is going to be the way the equipment will sell. Uh, if you do not see some items online you're interested, that does means they are not going to be online. So like I said, any questions, don't hesitate to call us, 715-229-2500, and that's the way it shapes up, Kristen. Wow, you're going to have a busy week ahead of you. Yes, we are. Well, good. Well, stay hydrated tomorrow, take it easy, and we will catch you later. Have a great day. You Bye. too. There he goes, Rocky Olson from Premier Livestock this morning. And you know it is that time of the morning. we got to find out about this heat wave that we're supposed to be getting tomorrow. Let's head over to our Skyborne 13 meteorologist, Derek Dahlman, and check in. Good morning, Derek. Oh, I guess he's not with us yet. I'm here. Oh, there <laughs> I'm he here is. now. I was going to say, he's not sleeping in. I just saw him on TV. Oh, no, I'm wired up. I got a mega monster this morning, oh, so no. we are good to go. You got a mega monster. <laughs> So are you ready for this heat wave that's coming in? Fill us in. What's going on? Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about here in the extended forecast. And regarding tomorrow's heat, we do have a heat advisory taking effect at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, lasting until 8 o'clock tomorrow evening for all of the Chippewa Valley. We are going to look at temperatures anywhere from mid to upper 90s. And with the high humidity, we're going to see heat index values approaching the lower 100. Certainly some dangerous heat out there. Now backtracking to today, we do have a chance of some scattered showers and storms. Otherwise, we are looking at mostly cloudy conditions. We'll be breezy out there. We'll see those highs approaching into the upper 70s. As for tonight, things should start to quiet down while partly to mostly cloudy skies. Lows do dip back into the upper 60s. Then for tomorrow, that heat and humidity really increase. Highs into the mid-90s here in Eau Claire. And then finally for Wednesday, we are tracking yet another chance of some showers and storms. Potentially severe. We'll have to watch that closely. Otherwise, temperatures cooling off a bit into the lower 80s. I'm Sky113 meteorologist Derek Dahlman. So you got your swimsuit all ready for tomorrow and your sunscreen, your big sun hat? Oh, I sure do. <laughs> I actually have to work tomorrow afternoon, but I might take a dip in the pool tomorrow morning. Well, there you go. I mean, either that or just grab some squirt guns and I'm sure your co-workers will just love you for it. Oh, yeah. And my two-year-old daughter, too. She Ooh. loves the water, so that'll be a fun time. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you so much for the update. We'll catch you later. It sounds good. Thank you. There he goes, our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Derek Dahlman. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers, their hardworking employees, and the surrounding community for making Marquardt Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with some morning news this morning with Miss Morgan McCarthy. Good morning, Morgan, and catch us up. What's going on in the news today? Good morning. Here's what we're learning today coming out of a weekend and plugging into a new week. Milwaukee's weekend violence continued. A shooting tally there stands at six wounded and one killed. Police say there were six shootings between Saturday and early this morning, including a double shooting yesterday afternoon. This as Milwaukee was on the list of cities with weekend gun violence protests. A couple of hundred people marched from the Milwaukee County Courthouse to the Deer District Saturday, demanding somebody do something about the gun violence as they joined demonstrations across the country, including in the capital in Washington, D.C. Looking at some news closer to our area, the city of Clearwater is trying to be clear about a new water operation, and some folks who are worried about the water supply got a behind-the-scenes look at the city's water operations. The city offered tours of its water treatment plant over the weekend as they're trying to convince city council members and advocates that there's enough water for both the city's needs and a new bottled water plant that would bring jobs and a $100 million investment to Eau Claire. The city council could vote on that plant this week as 
the discussion continues to swirl back and forth. Looking into other headlines, of course, you hear Kristen usually talking about that deer count as she drives in in the morning, and it's true, they are out and about. Watch for deer is not just something you say when somebody leaves your house. DOT spokesman Dave Papp saying they're more active in the early summer, and that's because those yearlings start to leave mom. People don't expect the deer to be as active as they are, and so we tend to have more injuries during this time of month when they hit a deer than in the fall when people are more aware and are being extra careful. He goes on to remind people to put that phone down and watch the sides of the roads, especially dawn and dusk. If you see one deer, as you probably know by now, there are likely more coming. On the political stage, Tim Michaels will stay on the Republican ballot in the race for governor. The Wisconsin Elections Commission on Friday ruled against a challenge to Michaels' campaign paperwork. A Democratic-backed voter in Madison challenged Michaels' nominating paperwork because of a discrepancy about his address. The commission unanimously dismissed that challenge. And the Lone Star State as a head-scratcher. What was captured by security cameras at the Amarillo Zoo, Mark? Images of what appear to be a wolfman-like creature were seen in the middle of the night on May the 21st. City officials verified the image was real and later posted it to social media, asking the public to weigh in. Colorful responses of just what the creature could be ranged from Sonic the Hedgehog to the San Antonio Spurs Coyote mascot. I'm Mark Mayfield. And we'll send it back for Jill and Kristen to howl at you from the barn for the Midwest Farm Show. And then shortly after 6, the Wolfman himself, Alex Edwards, on deck. We'll get that morning show started for you. We're live, local, and along with you on Wax 104.5. Do you have a nonprofit club or organization looking for a fundraising opportunity? Wisconsin Farm Technology Days would like your members to help in the food tents and with parking cars at our upcoming show in July. Your club will be paid an hourly rate for each of your workers. Preference will be given to Clark County organizations, but all are welcome. For more information, call Paula, 715-302-1177, 715-302-1177, or visit wifarmtechdays.org. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, sponsored by Swiderski Equipment, your partners on the job. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. That's right. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days is coming our way. Clark County, Wisconsin, July 12th, 13th, and 14th. Just south of Loyal on Highway K at Ray Lakers and Rustic Occasions. Yeah, we're looking for volunteers. So if you're interested, come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of fun, we need to get to morning markets. We're going to head over to the Equity, uh, it would be Altoona Barn this morning, Equity Altoona, and checking in with Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers and heifers, $1.15 to $1.39. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers, $1.10 to $1.35. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $1.25 to $1.34. Choice Holstein steers, $1.15 to $1.24. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, $1.14 and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from 83 to 91, weighed a top of 94 and a half. 60% of the cows sold from 68 to 82. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 67 and down. Organic market on Tuesday. Top 80% of the organic cows sold from 90 to $1.15. We had a top of $1.17.5. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cull bulls sold from 70 to $1. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 
70 to $200 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $70 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $260 per head. Butcher hogs on Thursday sold from $72 to $76. We do sell organic cattle here on Tuesdays at the Altoona Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, June 17th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA, or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with some more morning markets this morning. We're going to head over to the Stratford Equity Barn and check in with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. How are you this morning? Well, Kristen and Jill, we are fine, thank you. Uh, Nice-looking morning up here, but uh, like everybody else, we got the eye on the weather forecast, and I know uh, a lot of folks are scrambling on Friday to get some hay off. A lot of hay made on Friday, and, uh, well, depending upon where you were, uh, pretty nice little rain on Saturday, kind of put put a damper on some events, but uh, yesterday turned out good, so today, I don't know, I'm looking at that stuff in Minnesota. Is that coming our way or is that going north? No, it's coming our way. We got showers and thunderstorms, high of 78 today. Okay, and we won't talk about the temperature for tomorrow, then. No, nope, we don't need to, we, we don't need any more talk about bikinis or Speedos. <laughs> well, is that what you girls talk about when you're not on the air? Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, all right, we got that out of the way. Let's... Uh, uh, let's just uh, give the what's going on here at Equity Stratford, if that's all right with you, all Kristen. Right, we'll, sounds good. Uh, all right. Thank you, Kristen and Jill, and good morning, everyone. And this will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. On Monday morning, we do start our auction here uh, for this week at 9.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, we sell market cows today, conventional-type market cows, of course, conventional bulls and fat cattle. That is all. All those animals are sold this morning. We get to those baby calves at 11.30, finish up this afternoon with the balance of the market cattle. Our market tomorrow on Tuesday in that very hot day. So, first of all, if you're planning on selling market cattle tomorrow, bring them in as early as possible. We'll get them sold, uh, get the cattle processed before it gets really hot. But anyway, our auction tomorrow does start at 10 o'clock with the hay and straw auction. We do have small squares of uh, first crop hay, mainly alfalfa, for that sale tomorrow. That does start at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock, we do do the market auction tomorrow, including organic market cows, which we sell every Tuesday here at Stratford. And then we finish up with the market cattle uh, after the organics. On Wednesday, we start, at 12, uh, we start at 10 o'clock with the market sale. Full marketing day on Wednesday, including sheep, hog, and goats, uh, fat cattle, and also baby calves. Uh, Part of the feeder cattle sale this week, we do have that special beef breeding bull sale. We do have quite a few bulls on the consignment list for that sale. If you folks are looking for a breeding bull, uh, we do have them. And if you're looking to sell also, uh, that will be at 12 noon on Wednesday along with the regular feeder auction. Our auction on Thursday does start at 11. Marketing day on Thursday includes market cattle and baby calves. So, again, a lot of information on our website, uh, private treaty cattle for sale, uh, just Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, and you'll have all that information right at your fingertips. And, of course, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow uh, to give the folks an update on the market activity from today. And, like I said at the top, uh, plan your marketing uh, accordingly this week to that very hot day tomorrow. So, like I said, if you are planning on bringing livestock tomorrow, bring them in early. And we'll beat the heat. 90, what are we talking about, Kristen? 92, 3? 95. Oh, yeah, that's oh, well. why well, I anyway, said 
you know, Speedos and bikinis. Yeah, well, before we sign off here, I just um, want to uh, give a very big salute and a thank you to the wonderful people at the Edgar FFA and the Edgar FFA alumni, all the folks that worked so hard to put that fantastic breakfast on yesterday. I don't, I don't know how many people showed up, but, boy, there was a lot of them, and they did a good job. So, folks, keep up the good work, and, uh, well, we'll have to, yeah, next week will be the Marshall breakfast over in this area, so we're, uh, not, don't have to do too much cooking on the weekends, which is pretty good. That's true, and I got the Loyal Dairy breakfast at Ray Lakers on Sunday as well, Father's Day. Right, so you're just going to be busy, and you'll be there uh, signing autographs and taking pictures. I'll be cooking. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all right, too. All right, well, you ladies have a nice day, and I thank you, and we'll talk to Bob tomorrow. Sounds good. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Barn. We've got more markets and news coming up on Wax. Loyal Wisconsin is ready for a party in July. Farm Tech Fest is the newest addition to Clark County Farm Technology Days. Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. Camping, food, and fun, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. Sponsored by Rooney Grain, Partners Bank, plus many more. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. That's right. Farm Tech Fest is coming to Loyal July 13th. So get your tickets at farmtechfest.com. Well, let's take a look at our Chicago Board of Trade one last time. We've got your July corn up for at 77 777. We've got your July oats down 16 cents at 651. July beans down 17 cents to 1728. July soybean meal down $5.60 to 423.50 a ton. July wheat up 15 at 1085. Country elevators in the area. We've got Golden Plump in Arcadia at 747 for corn. Baldwin 715 and 1670. Duran 715 and 1660. Mondovi 715 and 1665. Elmwood's at 720 for corn and 1670 for beans. Fall Creek is at $7 and 1655. Osseo's at 725 and 1670. Elk Mound is at 719 and 1675. Sparta's at 718 for corn, 1680 for beans. Ellsworth's at $7 and 1645. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville's at 762. Stanley 738. New Richmond 733. On the dairy side, barrel cheese from Friday down six and a quarter cent to two twenty four and a quarter. Blocks down two to two twenty five and a half. Double A grade butter down two and a half cents to two ninety seven and a half. And your class three futures for June down eight to twenty four thirty four. July down thirty three to twenty four sixty two. August down thirty two cents to twenty four sixty five. September down twenty six cents to twenty four fifty eight. October down twelve cents to twenty four forty two. And the markets were downward trending into two thousand and twenty three. Again today, Dan Intersander, our state forage specialist, joins us on our next Grow Alfalfa program. And, uh, Dan, we always talk about uh, a lot about going out and scouting those fields for plant density and insects and all kinds of things. But uh, after this first cutting, it doesn't hurt to scout those fields a little bit and see how good a job we did getting the, the good stuff up, right? That's right, Bob. Uh it's always important to go back and evaluate how we did and see if we can do things better in the future. And uh, one of the things that we probably haven't paid as much attention to as we should is the idea of keeping the leaves of the alfalfa through the harvesting process. We have sampled a number of fields that were harvested for haylage, 
And when we looked at what was there in the standing crop versus what was harvested, uh, on the average, people were losing about 9.8% of the dry matter, and that's all leaves. So we're losing quality, we're losing yield. Uh, having said that, there were some farms that we sampled where the losses were over 20%. Uh, how do these losses occur? Well, one is uh, raking when it's a little bit too dry. We should uh, make a wide swath. It's probably a good idea to merge with a little bit of uh, dew on that crop to hold on to the leaves. You know, as the western people do where they may rake between 3 and 6 in the morning. The other thing that we should think about is moving that hay as little as possible. And then also, uh, did we have our pickup speed of the baler or chopper matching the ground speed or were we pulling the windrow apart as it went into the uh, chopper or baler? So it's good to go out and look at the field and see how many leaves are left remaining on the ground. And if that's a significant number, then we may ought to think about uh, making some changes to our harvesting practices to reduce the leaf loss, which will improve quality and improve our yield. And this year, again, with the high price of uh, supplements and of hay itself, uh, keeping all of our possible yield and keeping the high quality is going to be a key uh, economic benefit to us. That's right. If we're going to harvest it, let's harvest the good stuff. Don't leave the leaves out there. Thanks, Dan. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist this morning on our next Girl Alfalfa Update program. Thank you so much, Bob. And again, that was our next Girl Update program. And... We've got to look at this weather quick one last time before we head on out to get our chores going and get the barn walk cleaned off. We're at 64 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. We've got showers and thunderstorms today with a high of 78 degrees. Tonight, cloudy and 68. Tomorrow, sunny, breezy, hot, humid heat advisory starting at 11 a.m., high of 95. Tomorrow night, chance of thunderstorms, 65. Wednesday, showers, thunderstorms, 82. Wednesday night, cloudy, chance of thunderstorms with 57 degrees. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.